What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Episode number two of the Defense Show is about to begin right now. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you turn on post notifications if you're watching on YouTube right now. Like, comment, and subscribe. Let's get the subscribers up. Also, you can go to SoundCloud. You can go to Spotify. You can go to iTunes. Check it out there. You can be part of the Spotify family, the YouTube family, the SoundCloud family, the iTunes. Have you want to listen to it? If you want to listen to it in the car, you want to watch me, go to the audio links down below and subscribe to the um, to the show there. So we got a lot to get into. We got Kanye West. Um, I'm talking about how I believe that he's using Jesus to get back into black people's favor. That, that is how I see it. He's using Jesus, he's using religion to get back into the black people's favor after the whole Trump. Thing. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Baby's Kirk album, and we're going to talk about a lot more Takashi shit and some of this Jay-Z, Shakira, J-Lo drama. Why? I believe that they're getting Shakira and they're getting J-Lo to headline the Super Bowl. So let's get to the intro. So the first things first. I believe... That we should start off with, with with positivity and great things like that. So I'm gonna start off with the baby's album, Kirk. If you didn't know, the baby dropped the album Kirk. This is follow-up to Baby on Baby. I believe Baby on Baby came out this year. I'm not hundred percent sure when Baby on Baby came out, but I do believe that it came out, I believe, at the top of this year, the end of last year. And I was kind of asleep on the baby at first. He first came out I'm like, all right, just another nigga that's rapping, all right, it's cool, it's whatever. And I don't know what happened some way mid. Probably May time, April time, something like that. I really got into it. I'm like, dude, this motherfucker's, I don't know if it's his voice. It's something about him that makes you want to listen to his music. I don't give a damn people say everything sounds the same. I said it to my girl one time. Oh, yeah, this nigga sound the same. Every motherfucker sounds the same. Migos sound the same. Future sound the same. Everybody sounds the same. So I had to take that little argument that I was hearing people say out of the equation. And I think just the way the baby raps, this is one of those things that just drop people in and it gets them on this. So let's go through the track, listen a little bit, and then we'll talk about like sales and all that type of shit. So he he dropped his dad's on the cover, as you already know in the intro song. He talks about how his dad died whenever he first went number one. He went number one. His daddy died. His, in another song, um, gospel, YK Osiris rapping about not rapping about singing about how well actually the baby singing that part about how his dad died the same week that they lost Nipsey. Like it's a, it's a whole it's just a good album. Go listen to it. The best songs on there, I believe, are like Pop Star. I like the, I like the iPhone track with Nicki Minaj, right? A lot of people were giving a flag. I talk shit only about Nicki Minaj when it's to my girl. That's the only time I talk shit about Nicki Minaj. Just because I know that it gets her in an aggravator. But it was a good song. I like Toes. The best song on here, in all honesty, is Raw Shit with the Migos. And you know, the reason I believe is because the baby, not, I about to say, I thought I said little baby, the baby brought the Migos back for me. The Migos, collectively, like solo they might get a good feature here. They might do a good thing here. Offset's album was pretty good. They, they'll do stuff like that separately. But as a unit, I don't know when's the last time I've heard a Migos record. I'm like, damn, that bring me back to the old, like, uh, what's that classic? Mix? This is one of their best mixations. What's it called? YRN, not the label. Rich Nigga Timeline. That's what it is. Rich Nigga Timeline. That's, that was peak Migos for me. But besides... Culture one that, that blew him up, made a mainstream. But when they was on that rich nigga timeline, that's what I thought when I heard raw shit. They just brought back the, the Migos. That, that, that's the original Migos. And I can say this about the baby. And you don't really have this a lot of times when it comes to artists with a lot of features. Because there's a lot of features on this time. You got Kevin Gates. You got Chance Rapper, Gucci, YK Osiris, Nicki Minaj, Lil Baby, Moneybag Yo, Stunning for Vegas, uh, and the Migos. So that's a shit ton of people. I can say that there's nobody on this album that out-rapped him on his own song. Because there will be artists that have people on their albums that have better verses than them. Because a lot of artists probably think like, all right, 
I got Nicki Minaj on the fucking track with me. I'm gonna go hard, but I could be a little late because Nicki Minaj. You know, so she's gonna come. She's gonna clean it up, and she's gonna she's gonna put a put a little bow on it and make everything look nice for me. But no, every single song, he came with it. Great album. And then in the beginning, it was shaky. I was like, I have to rip, bop, bop. I was like, all right. And then pop star Kevin Gates said that that was a good collab. And then Kevin Gates dropped two this week. We'll talk about Kevin Gates tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. But overall, Kirk was a really good album. It's not the best album of the year, like a lot of people are saying. But I'm really surprised. And the the biggest thing I was surprised, not that it's good. Not that the album's good because I, I believe the baby will continue to make good music. Right? I'm surprised at the amount of sales that this album is generating. Like, I knew the baby was popular. I knew people liked the baby. But I didn't know that it was to the, the to the tune of possibly selling 150,000 records. And just like for a perspective of how many records that is, think about the guys who you believe are the most popular, like young guys, most popular. 21 Savages. You'll say Kodak Blacks when he was, uh, wasn't locked up. You even say Lil Uzi. You'll say Exit to when he was alive recipes. You'll say these guys, right? None of them was even close to 150. Maybe Uzi was it. I think when uh, Love Is Rage 2, whatever the last like actual album he dropped, that did 120. The baby's doing 150. He's doing like that cusp of superstar level. Because if, if you look at it, Post Malone did 550. He's he's 400 off from 550, but you know Post Malone got that the white factor, that big fan base. He went tour just to be where that blew him up. And Post Malone, Post Malone's album great. I think it's one of the best albums of the year. But he's not on that level yet. But, like, for his second really niggas knowing who the fuck he is album to go 150, that says a lot about that nigga marketing. That says about the, the year that nigga having. It says a lot about, uh, what I say, marketing, the year he's having. Whenever he gets on these features, like, people think they do these guest verses for people. And it's like, ah, right, fuck it, I'll just, whatever. I'm going to post my own shit. I'll, I'll have a cool verse, and, and I'll just be like, whatever. You could name Songs of his own, solo songs this whole year. I know this sounds like some a damn the baby dick sucker, but you just gotta when you when you got people out here that are doing they shit in in, in I mean, he's getting the recognition. But when you see people doing their shit, you gotta appreciate it. You gotta put it out there, you gotta let them know that they're doing their shit. Because initially it was okay, in my mind, I'm thinking who's the rookie of the year? Rookie of the year for this year. Is it Meg the Stallion? Is it the baby? Is it Lil Nas X? Is it Lizzo? Those are the four. Lil Nas X, Lizzo, the baby, and uh, Meg the Stallion. Obviously, you could say Lil Nas X, right? Because Old Town Road was what nineteen weeks number one. Panini's doing that. That's cool, but Old Town Road isn't necessary to me a great song. It's nineteen on charge because it's a meme. Kids think it's funny. Shit like that. It's not because it's like this is just a great song. Lizzo's Truth Hurts has been number one for I think for three weeks. That's a good song. I don't think there's no meme shit about that. So maybe Lizzo. But then I go back to the baby. Even make the stand. Hot Girl Summer. The biggest thing in the summer. The biggest thing in the summer was Hot Girl Summer. She made a whole movement. Major impact, right? And in my rankings for the rookie of the year, it would be the baby, Meg the Stallion, then Lil Nas X, and then Lizzo. That's how my ranking would go. Just because, like, I'm looking at impact. Like, like Meg the Stallion and the baby's impact and just hip-hop culture is, is bigger to me than Lil Nas X. It's bigger to me than Lizzo. Just more as far as I would perceive people to respect these people as. And if you look at the baby, baby on baby come out, Suge, boom, blows up, right? That, that's out of here, crazy. He gets on Revenge of the Dreamers. He's going against J. Cole. Top three out of the, the, my generation of Kendrick, you know, Kendrick, Drake, J. Cole, top three. 
and loons or let I'm sorry, I don't know. His, I forget his name. I don't really know him, but he had a great verse on there. But then there's the baby. And he kills the shit. Right. And then, OK, that's good. And there's the battle of the babies. Little baby, the baby. Baby. Another great verse. Then he gets on the biggest album so far of the year besides Taylor Swift. We don't count that shit. Besides Taylor Swift, Post Malone, Hollywood is bleeding. Enemies. Standout record. So I would just think that when you coach these guys, when you're A&Rs, and you're the artist development, or you're their manager, or you're this, or you're that, when you get these opportunities to be on these songs... It ain't no time to just be like, fuck it, I'm here. I'm going to give him a little bullshit. Bah, 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 bullshit like that. You got to go all out. Because I feel like every one of those check marks right there that I just named, Baby on Baby, Suge, rip, be, killing the shit with J. Cole, killing the shit with the, uh, Lil Baby, killing the shit with Post Malone. You know how many fan bases that crosses over with? J. Cole's fan base is not the same as Lil Baby's fan base. Lil Baby's fan base is definitely, and J. Cole's fan base, definitely not the same base as uh, Post Malone's fan base. And if you were able to stand out in each of those fan bases, that's where this 150 comes from. That's where it comes from. So whenever album of the year's lists come around at the end of the year, I'm sure a lot of people won't want to throw Kirk in there just because when you look at these lists from Complex, you look at this from Fader, you listen to these Complex from fucking Rolling Stone, all these people, this ain't the shit that they're going to put up there. But I would consider this one of the best. This is one of the most pleasing albums let's do from start to finish. I know it's only 35 minutes. That's great too. You can, you can play it and by the time you get to work, this shit's done with. And it didn't even feel like you was just, just, because uh, a lot of these albums now, they sound like a pain to listen. It's like, oh my God, do I got to listen to this shit? Please, God, this is too long. It's not, it's not, it's not enjoyable. Oh, this song's cool. Ah, this song sucks. Top to bottom. So, Kirk, I get, I don't know, I don't want to give a rating. I don't know a rating on it, but it's a really good album. Like I said, some of the best songs on those pop star. I like iPhone with Nicki. I like raw shit. I like the songs that are just with him. I like Probably Heard. Let me just play a little bit of Probably Heard. I just like how it starts off. Probably heard I was broke from a broke nigga. Uh. Probably heard I'm a hoe from a hoe. I don't know what you know. I ain't running from no Let's go. These bitches be waiting in line at the shows. I don't want fuck with her. Let my bro hit no. Come on, man. Come on. Just a, I don't know what it is. I think uh, I think a voice can... It sounds like he's cutting through a like it's not like his voice is a part of the beat. I think that's what makes him what he is. His voice sounds like it's a part of the beat. But let's get off, let's get off Kirk. Let's get into some shit, man. Let's get to the shit. Kirk got him good, but let's get to the shit. The baby's got more not bad news for him, but it's just something that takes away from the the, the greatness of the album. I don't know if the story's gonna blow up and get big or a lot of people are gonna talk about it. I've seen a couple stories about it, but I don't think it's it's been as widely um publicized as I would have thought it would have been. So the baby show shut down after security knocks out female fans. So um, another day, another the baby related altercation. So we already know the baby's been a hell of altercation. He got an uh, altercation with Cam Coldheart. He had an altercation with some guy who's trying to take a picture of him outside of a club, put him in a coma, all that type of thing. So now it seems like every other week there's a new story about the baby or his entourage getting into an altercation. Soon <laughs> venues are going to start charging for heightened security or expensive insurance policies just to have the baby around. As reported by TMZ, the baby's live on Saturday night. Uh, was shut down after the security guard knocked a female fan out cold. As seen in the footage below, the baby hops into the crowd to perform, as he often does. The fans in the crowd were hyped to see him amongst them. Females begin to swarm and attempt to get a picture. The baby pushes off one lady promptly as she tries to get her a selfie 
next to the rapper. While he does his thing, the baby proceeds into the crowd further at this point. Then a female fan runs up to him and tries to take more pictures with him. That's when the baby security guard unloads a heavy haymaker on the fan. The security guard looks like he could lift a horse, while the female fan looks like she may struggle to lift a 25-pound weight. The punches knocked the female out. Cold TMZ reports that her friend were able to get her up out of the venue. No police were called. Check out the footage below. Let's see what the let, Let's look at our own play-by-play. -play. Let's see what it looks like. Let's get let's get this big screen. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a little too loud for me. Listen, okay. So if you're white, if you're listening. The baby right now is in the crowd. There's a female fan holding onto his wrist and it's pointing at him. If you're if you're looking, if you're watching, just watch. You'll see what happens. Do I get we get a play? Okay, she's on his face. Looks like she's like I don't know. There's a big ass nigga. He shouldn't be doing that. Okay, big ass security guards are still enough on the girl. He knocked it down. He's big. This guy's huge. If you've seen this video with a, I like like, like Michael Blackson or something like that, and a guy walks in, he's like, "Hey, fifty cent with his money." I think I believe that's this guy. That's this guy that knocked out this girl. Now, do I condone a, a grown man hitting a girl? No, I do not. Why is, why is this pop up? I don't want the intro to pop up. Do I condone a grown man hitting a girl? No, I do not. It's ridiculous. Now, do I believe that the security guard at the time? Knew that it was a female. You got to think about it like this, right? And like I said, I'm not condoning it. Because now, if there was a come out, he's like, oh, I knew it was a girl, then he a whole ass nigga. I don't give a fuck how big he is. He a whole ass nigga. But you would assume you're in a crowd. There's hundreds of people in this crowd, right? The girl already came up to the baby. She all on him. He kind of pushed her back. He probably shouldn't have pushed her. You know, you maneuver through. If you will get, let me tell you something. It, this is to the baby. So this is a critique of him. If you're going to get in a crowd with your fans, you know what to expect. These motherfuckers don't give a damn. There's no respect. There's no like a celebrity uh, fan respect type of thing anymore. They don't give a fuck. They look at you. You on Instagram. You on this. I see every day. We're on the same level. You rich, but they don't give a fuck. You're on the same level as them. They're going to try to touch you. They're going to try to grab you. You know what you get into. We jump to the crowd. When y'all stage up off the crowd, you know what you're getting into. People want their moments. They want their clicks. They want their pictures. So you know what you're getting into when you do get into that uh, crowd environment. You know that danger is on the prowl. So, the second part, right? Pushing the girl, you probably shouldn't do that, the baby. That's just plain and simple. It's a female. I don't know if she was, if she was talking shit to me. I don't know what's going on, but from the looks of it, you kind of just, bitch, get off me, right? So then, in defense of the security guard, right? His job is to, debate, to, to, to protect the baby at all costs. If he's walking at an angle of the baby, he's watching the baby because he has to keep his eyes on his, his target. His target is the baby. Keep this nigga safe. And out of nowhere, all you see is a hand reach over and tap him on the head. Just a hand. It's dark. There's a little bit of light. You know what I'm saying? Craziness, commotion, yelling. His instinct as a security guard is to turn around and beat the shit out of whoever that is. Now, did he maybe feel bad after he realized it was a female? I'm sure he did. Now, if he didn't, he had, like I said, whole ass nigga. If you, if you don't feel bad after hitting a female, regardless if you, you, you think she attacked your guy or whatever, you got to feel some kind of sympathy in your heart. Right? But in his defense, like I said... All you see is a hand reach over and slap him in the back of the head. You don't know what's going on right there. You could think it was a dude. You could think it was five dudes. You could be thinking, oh, one guy's going to come this way. You, so you got to go spread it. You got to go crazy. You got to just get the baby out of the situation. So like I said, for future reference, when it comes to stage diving, when it comes to crowd surfing, when it comes to this, just be aware of what you're willing to get into. <coughs> because I don't think it's the venues needs to heighten security 
or the venue needs to get better insurance policies. If you can't, if you don't believe you can control yourself in the crowd, if you know you're the type of nigga who don't want people touching on you, don't want people all up on you, don't get in the crowd. Point blank period. Do not get in the crowd if you can't handle people being up on you. Because when you get in the crowd and people get up on you, you start hitting people, you get sued, right? You'll get sued. Because if I was the girl, I'd sue the fuck out of them, right? I mean, what distress, bodily harm, injury, whatever that, whatever it is. If you're able to sue, I would sue. I don't know if the girl has any right to sue. I don't know if she got anything to stand on as far as suing. But if I could sue, I would sue. So that's how that is. And I just think it like it didn't dim the light because you know what it is. You know what you know in today's society, when we like somebody, when we when we like somebody, we don't give a fuck about what they do. Now when we don't like somebody, that's when we give a fuck about what they do. Everybody loves the baby. 150,000, Kirk just dropped. Well, maybe the girl shouldn't have been this. Maybe there's always like, it's always the other person's fault, right? She shouldn't have this. She shouldn't have that. I'm looking at it from both sides, right? Security guard just sees a hand come out of her. So he beat shit there. But at some point, it looked like he was like actually looking at the person. So I feel like at that point, he probably should like, all right, this is a female. Let me chill out. So he knocked her out, knocked her down. 6'9, big ass nigga. Probably shouldn't have did that. So <clears throat> speaking of 6'9, speaking of 6'9, what a great segue that is. Speaking of 6'9, Irv Gotti has some thoughts about 6ix9ine. And this isn't necessarily to shed more light on 6ix9ine. Because there's another 6ix9ine story. But this isn't necessarily a story to shed light on 6ix9ine. This is a story to shed light how I feel older people and just in just people's logic in general is kind of throw it off in my opinion. So let's listen to what Irv Gotti has to say about 6ix9ine getting released and if he can make music and all. You know, the same two questions the teams he has everybody when they get him on the show. Taking place back in New York is that Takashi 69 trial. He's, you know, quote unquote, snitching on everybody. Apparently, he doesn't want to enter the witness protection program when he's out of jail next year. Is that a, he wants to have 24 7 security and get his rap career back? Now I just want to pause real quick. This is how I know, right? Well, not even that I know that maybe they're, they're smarter than this. Maybe they're like, I don't really don't got beef. TMZ finds everybody. You know how you're like, oh, this person has beef with this person. Oh, God, I hope these guys don't find each other. I hope these guys don't see each other in real life. TMZ, somehow, they find everybody. So I don't believe a lot of these like rappers who have these beefs, and they be like, I'm looking for you. I'm going to find you. Nigga, just ride with TMZ. TMZ going to find anybody you want to find. They'll find them. Like, whenever 6ix9ine was in L.A., whenever that whole L.A., YG, the gang, fuck you, all that was going on, TMZ was finding this nigga. Everybody else wasn't finding him. Been going. Is that a mistake? I've never seen a rapper like this. This, this is the first, right? Right. So I don't know. Do, is it? I mean, like, do you think he has a career when he comes back? And is it too expensive to have that twenty-four-seven security? Is he better off going into witness protection? It's the first. I, I truly don't know. What I feel is that the, the new generation, though, I think he can. Put out a hit record and they're gonna fuck with him. They're not like me or like the older generation who really have strong beliefs on snitching. Right. You know, you hear it now. A lot of people, when you read the comments, that I'd have snitched too if they was gonna hurt me. Right. You know. So I think it's a new world and it's it's different from when I came up in my generation. Right. If we were talking about my generation, he would have no chance. So, so he's a benefactor of the generation that he's in right now. Like, if this was taking place back in the '90s, there's no chance. There's no chance he could come out of this and no 
and it still have a career. Niggas would probably whip his ass on site. Like this is my this is the only thing about that. This is my only point about this whole Irv guy. Could this it kind of not irks me, but it's like all right, my nigga. Like your generation is the same generation that watched R. Kelly pee on a little girl and still was stepping the name of love. Now I go. R. Kelly made good music. He made great music after that. P. 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 And the girl and all that shit. Like you can't. I like R. Kelly is a nasty ass nigga. We don't even have to like say that to. Oh look, R. Kelly. We know that. But you can't deny good music. The shit was good. But it's always like hip. Oh, this generation. They they're okay with snitching. They're like everybody was trying to talk that on the younger generation when it comes to certain moral standards and moral things. And oh, they'll listen to this guy. He's not really a street dude. Or they'll listen to this guy. He's not really living his raps. Y'all niggas was jamming R. Kelly after he was, he's a, he was a pedophile. Um, well, he wasn't a pedophile, right? This is re- real, like, medical, like, pedophile type of terminology. Whatever it is when it's like, a pedophile is like kids that are under, not having hit puberty yet, so like 12 and under. He was, whatever the hell that was called. It's easier to say pedophile, so it doesn't really fucking matter. Anyways, it just, because I, it's not even just Irv Gotti. It's not even necessarily that it's, it's him saying it or I don't even know if he jammed R. Kelly. It doesn't even matter. But I just see that, like, oh, the, you young motherfuckers, y'all ain't shit because y'all would listen to a rap. Come out and rap, and he makes a hit, and you'll fuck with it. I watched the, I watched the Surviving R. Kelly documentary. R. Kelly put out Step in the Name of Love. He put out Ignition after he peed on that little girl, and y'all niggas swept it on the road. Now, you know, 10 years later, 15 years, however long later it is now, now everybody's saying fuck R. Kelly. There, and I'm not saying there wasn't people back in the day saying fuck R. Kelly because I'm sure there was. But a lot of y'all niggas was working with him. Jay Z was going Aaliyah. Forget the pee on Aaliyah. I'd rather fuck with a snitch than the pedophile. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm sorry, I, especially a nigga like Six Nine who you knew wasn't gonna wasn't down with shit. You know uh, was gonna snitch in the end because I just put a lot of already in a lot of videos already made. I put a lot of I put a lot of get blame on Shady. I put a lot of blame because. Y'all shooting, y'all robbing behind the nigga that y'all know. I would never steal for somebody. I would never shoot for somebody who I knew was going to snitch. I wouldn't do it anyways. But my point being, if I'm a real street dude and I'm knowing this young kid's never been about that street life. He just got with us. He got the money. That's it. He want the, the clout and the, the credibility and the protection that come with us. I'm not going to do that. Like I said, the moral high ground of the new generation love snitches and, oh, they would snitch. They said, oh, I would have snitched too. Y'all niggas was jamming a dude who was a pedophile. So I don't want to hear nut. You can't compare, right? And a lot of niggas probably in this comments, if this video gets a lot of views, people are like, it's, it, it, it. you can say they're both wrong. I don't give a fuck. But my point is people just highlighting the youth for fucking with 6 9 and he was a snitch or whatever. Where when all y'all niggas was fucking with R. Kelly, he was a, a nasty ass pedophile. That's my only point to be made in making that compare. Because when I see that, I'm like, look at all these older niggas always talk, oh, my generation, we was tough. We did this. Y'all let this nigga fuck Aaliyah when she was a little kid. Y'all let this little nigga, him pee on little kids, get off on trial, get out, make Step in the Name of Love, make Trapped in the Closet, make When a Woman Loves, Love Letter. And I, and I like I said already, music is music to me. I'm not the type of guy who listens to R. Kelly's music. Even when I, like, I wasn't really hip to all this peeing on shit. I thought it was all, like, memes and funny shit Dave's pushing. I didn't know what it was. I wasn't really delving in shit until just more recently once I got out of high school. Back, I didn't give a fuck back then because I didn't, I didn't know if it was real or not. But good music is good music is what I'm saying. So there's more high ground shit these guys got. Oh, you young motherfuckers love snitches and blah, blah, blah. Y'all was rocking with the pedophile. I rather I don't know about you, 
who listen to this, and I ain't saying you got to rock with either one, but if I had to decide, I rock with a snitch before I rock with a pedophile. And that's just me. And if you were one of the niggas that rock with a pedophile, you're fucking insane. You're crazy. I'm sorry. You're crazy. You're a fucking lunatic. So let's get to Jay-Z and let's get to uh, the NFL. If you do not know, they it's early. The season just started. People four games in. And they've already picked the performance for the next Super Bowl. I believe the Super Bowl is taking place in Miami, but I'm not 100% sure. I've seen that somewhere. So let's get to it. People are outraged with Jay-Z. Jay-Z slammed for Jennifer Lopez and Shakira Super Bowl halftime. Jay-Z is being criticized following the announcement of Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, the media mogul partner with the NFL and its love music entertainment strategist, when asked about Colin Kaepernick. We don't give, okay, Colin, all right, this ain't about Colin Kaepernick. Let's get to the fucking... Shakira and JLo. This sparked a controversial debate globally as folks question whether he was a business move on the rapper's end of the I don't give a fuck. We are so excited to announce that global superstars Jennifer Lopez and Shakira will take the stage together for the very first time at the Pepsi Super Bowl, LIV, I don't know what that is, 51, 52, 53, something like that, halftime show. We've been working closely behind the scenes with our long-standing partner to the NFL, now alongside Rock Nation, to bring these mega superstars together. This is a testament to our partnership and commitment to push the envelope of what is possible. A lot of fans are calling out the media mogul. See what they said below. So some people have got a little bit of tweets. I'm going to read them to you. Jay-Z giving us J-Lo and Shakira for the halftime show? Question mark. It's Steve Harvey looking at his phone a little smirk. Like, what the fuck is this? There's, um, so Jay-Z took over the Super Bowl halftime performance to give us J-Lo and Shakira. LOL. Someone else tweeted, well, damn, I really don't get why they be putting this type of shit in the Super Bowl halftime show. J-Lo and Shakira, question mark, question mark. After Jay-Z got involved in the NFL, I thought it would change, but I was wrong. I'm not going to read all these damn tweets. I'm going to read a couple. So Jay-Z gets hired by the NFL and helped on Shakira. Imagine the halftime show. Um, Jay-Z part of the NFL to have Shakira and freaking J-Lo performing. All right, let me tell you why I believe they have Shakira and they have J-Lo, right? Because they're, they're Latin. Right? They're global. The NFL is losing money. Colin Kaepernick, if you want to blame him or whoever, whatever the reason is, they don't get to be hit each other as much. They're not big hits, more finesse, it's passing, it's boring. Whatever, whatever reason you think the NFL is going down, it's going down. Shakira, you, you bring people on to the Super Bowl halftime show to bring viewers in. And a lot of times it's to bring, I feel, to bring viewers in who don't give a fuck about the game. Because if you notice, the biggest paid commercials, the, the money time, is the halftime time. So I'm going to get J-Lo, international superstar J-Lo. Super, super international Latina from Guatemala, wherever she's from, Guatemala, I don't know where she's from. Shakira, put them together. It'll be one of the biggest international, our international being will be out of this world. You can just look at America, simply. You can just look at America as a, as a country. Look at Texas, right? I live in Texas. Look at Texas. The Latino population is in the tens of millions. And it is soon to eclipse the whites in Texas. They're past the blacks already. They're past us. By like 8 million. What are they saying? Like 2030, 2040? The majority in this country will be Latino people? They're swinging their sway to what they are looking forward to in the future. Right. You want to track Latinos away from soccer? You want to track this way from this? Bring them to the NFL. Bring J-Lo, bring Shakira, bring somebody. Fuck it. Bring Annuel, bring Bad Bunny, bring everybody you want to get the Latinos and the Hispanics and the Mexicans, whatever, Latin, whatever, you, Latinx, whatever you want to call them. 
Let's get the eyes on the Super Bowl. And it's smart. If I was in the field, that's what I would do. Because look at these guys. Look at, the, look at these Latino artists. I remember the first time I ever heard of Bad Bunny. I know who the fuck Bad Bunny Never heard a song from Bad Bunny in my life. And I know Instagram followers don't mean everything. But you got to look at Instagram followers and their YouTube views and all that. You go to these guys. You go to Annuel. You go to Bad Bunny. You go to... Uh, what's the nigga in the DJ Khaled video? Um, J Balvin. You go to these guys' pages. 20 million followers. They get 10 million likes on every video. They get 100 million views. They're, they're, they're trying to zero in on the Latino market. Because honestly, like, oh, jay is going to be there, so we're going to get, like, a, a black uh, black artist. They, they, y'all already show y'all, you've already told these niggas y'all don't want to watch football. So why are they going to cater to you? It doesn't make We don't want to watch football. Fuck football. Boycott football. Why is there no black artists on the, on the thing? We did this for J-Lo. Who y'all thought they were going to bring? Rihanna? That's gonna bring Drake. That's gonna bring Kanye. Who 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 do you think they're gonna bring on there? A lot of black people. I don't, and I don't know that all black people. I know most motherfuckers still watch football. I know a lot of that shit that boycott. It's all just, it's all chitter chatter. It's just all talk. It's all smoke up people's ass. People watch football. There ain't shit to do on Sundays, but go to church and watch football. So you're watching football. But y'all, they're in their mind. They're probably thinking most black people don't watch NFL. So we're gonna go with the let. So it makes sense to me. I don't know how it don't make sense to a lot of people. It makes sense to me, right? The Latinos are taking over. Not that's even in a bad way. I'm not saying, oh, they're taking over. We're scared. Oh, Trump, build what? Not like that. No shit like that. But coming in, they're birthing babies, and they're going to be the majority in a little bit, right? So we got to cater to that new audience that's lifting up and rising up. Hispanics, Latinos, they're the next big thing, buddy. They're the next majority. And... The blacks were just still the minority, you know. That's how it is. They don't. They, there's power in numbers, and Latino numbers are rising and rising, and rising. That's just a fact. That's just what it is. So it was just interesting to me, like how people. I don't get how people don't think about these things. Like, <clears throat> like people just see something, they say, "Oh, Shakira, J Lo, like, like these aren't two of the biggest international Latino women in the world. And they're just scrubs or something." Like, if you were to like Brazil or whatever these like South American countries. You bring out Shakira, she probably <clears throat> get more of a ring than Beyonce do. I'm not saying that's a fact. I don't know for sure, but of course, like of course in America, if you go Shakira, Beyonce, you're gonna go Beyonce. Shakira, Rihanna, you're gonna go Rihanna. Go to South America, they might prefer Shakira. They might prefer J Lo. Who knows? Maybe not J Lo. She's J Lo. Get that, that. That I feel like J Lo get that 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 Latino pass because like she was fucking Selena. Like, come on. That's that's legendary. You're, you're, she's Selena. Come on. I even I thought that was when I first ever seen that movie. I knew who the fuck J Lo was. I thought that was Selena. I thought she was just doing like a movie about her life. But it ended up, I found out later it was J Lo. So that's all I got on that. That's how that's how that, that cookie crumble right there. So we got two more things to get into. Then we're gonna get about him here, man. Real quick, real quick. Let's talk about Takashi Six Nine one more time. One 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 more time. This because it's very interesting. I don't know where they get this information. I don't know who puts this shit out. It's just so interesting to me. Where they get these things from. So the quote from TMZ goes is this. Takashi 69 rappers hating on me. Jealous and washed up has-beens. So allegedly, because I'm going to say allegedly, because I don't really believe a lot of this shit that comes out. Like, oh, he did this or he denied witness protection. Or he, who, why would he even announce that? Why would Takashi be like, hey guys, tell everybody I'm not doing it. Now it could be like a troll. Like, he'd be like, 
He could really think he's gonna be good when he gets out here. I don't know what's gonna happen for him. Can't tell the future. I'm not a storyteller. I don't. I, don't, I can't tell the future. But now, if he does it and it's a troll, then like uh, he's trolling everybody. He's letting him know I'm coming out. I don't give a fuck. I let my nuts hang. He'll do all that shit again. Like if he comes out and uh, this is how it is. This is how I look at it. Let me go back to and then I read the story. Let me go back to full screen. This is how I look at it. If he come out and it's like, yeah, I snitched. Yeah, I told. But as you can see, I ain't no hoe. I'm out here in the streets. Ain't no fuck no witness protection. I'm still 6'9". Niggas can't touch me. I told y'all niggas the only thing I was scared of was this and the feds. Blah, blah, blah. I told y'all niggas I was scared of the feds. So y'all knew what I was going to do. That's a different type of troll. But anyway, let's get to it. Takashi 69 has been hearing an earful from his fellow MCs about his snitching. It's been all bad. But T69, T69, don't ever call a nigga T69, has a theory on all that. They're jealous and running scared. Sources close to them battled rapper tell TMZ. Takashi is well aware of the hate he's been receiving either on camera, in interviews, or on social media from his peers. But he doesn't give a crap about any of it because he thinks these folks are foolhardy haters. That right there, that's the foolhardy hate. 6ix9ine didn't say that. He didn't say no foolhardy haters. He didn't say that. In fact, we're told Takashi has strong words for those people, which is a long list uh, at this point, by the way. And it goes something like this. Just waiting to see. According to source, Takashi believes in testifying against his old crew will be forgotten almost instantly as soon as he released from prison. And he also thinks he'll be pop more popular than ever, even with the masses, which, of course, means money in his pocket. We're told he thinks that anyone in the rap game who's spoken ill of him since the whole illegal order adored or blah, 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 ordeal began are not only envious but threatened by him afraid that he'll pass him up and leave him in the dust when he gets out and starts making hits again those are strong words for a whole lot of folks including cardi b 50 cent meek Mill, 21 savage snoop dogg jim jones and others whom we didn't even speak to directly there's more others we talked to uh that are t- that are pissed like the game or guy skinny from the nine and even rap a lot records honchos jay prince they've all can this is, i don't know i'm not gonna say nobody snitch because i don't know for sure so anyways Six Nine isn't paying much mind to it anyway, though. Apparently, seems like he's going down the ignorance is bliss road and sticking to it all without wind protection to boot. So, reach out to see. We're reaching out to attorneys, right? Look, this this statement here says we reached out to attorney uh, Don Florialio. She declined to comment. So TMZ, either you want this kid to get hurt when he gets out, he's already like has the potential to be hurt, the potential to be ran down on the potential be beat up. whatever the potential is for him to do whatever when he gets out but when you're putting out like a call to rappers like he he sees y'all he see you 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 name it stoop cardi me this person this person it's like you're putting out a, a call for this guy that he might not even say it because if his lawyer didn't said it his team that he had the drivers uh whatever he, i'm not calling it driver's not snitch he's He's a civilian. Got caught up with these niggas. He, I, he 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 did what he the fuck he had to do. He wasn't trying to go back to wherever he came from. He was a civilian. Shot and all these niggas locked up. I'm doubting this baby mama talking to him. So the only person you be, is Jade giving this information. Is Jade going hey TMZ? Sky said fuck all them niggas. He hear all the shit they talking. He woo, 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 he see all that. I don't believe it. And like I said, if TMZ putting out articles like this, it could be very dangerous for this young man's health because you're just. It's kind of like you're like stoking the flames. You're like just phew, phew, get out there. I think TMZ was the first one to put out this Takashi Nine declines witness protection program. So TMZ, you gotta relax. If the shit ain't real, your sources or your whatever bullshit, you gotta relax because he gets out and gets killed. I'm not saying it's on TMZ. Obviously, it's not on TMZ because you can't control what the fuck somebody else want to do. But 
articles <coughs> that can inflame the public and stupid people like this because there are a lot of stupid people. I wouldn't be surprised. <clears throat> well, my eyes look red as shit. I wouldn't be surprised if there was somebody out there who wanted to try to kill six nine just for just to look cool. Just to be the one to say I did it because then they're gonna get cool points. You're gonna get cool points. You're gonna get a fucking sent to prison for the rest of your life. And you're gonna be a dummy. That, that's plain and simple. If you kill six nine, you're gonna get caught. You're gonna go to prison and you ruined your life for that nigga. You're a dummy. In the story. So let's get to the last thing, man. Let's get to Kanye. Then we'll get the fuck out of here. My eyes red as hell. It's like 11, it's 1130 at night. I'm, I'm getting it. I got to get it, man. I got to get it. So <clears throat> we all know Kanye, Jesus is King, was supposed to come out this week. They said, oh, it's not coming out sa- uh, Friday. It's going to come out Sunday after Sunday service. Going to church, taking everybody to church. It didn't come out once again. Maybe it'll come out next week, right? So I want to play this, um, this freestyle he did in Queens for his Sunday service for today in New York. And I want to really, I just want to get into it. Because this, this is a thought I have. And it makes sense to me. So maybe it'll make sense to you about Kanye and using religion. From, like, what are we get into? Let's listen to the freestyle. Niggas hype anything up that has to do with Jesus, I swear. This shit make it make me a muscle. The beat in the back kinda hard though. I ain't gonna lie. That's kinda hard. I seen that tweet that said that nigga Kanye is stealing every black choir in America for his uh, press tour. So, like I said, I believe that Kanye West is using religion and it's, I don't want to say hold on the black community, but it's like, it's like deep rooted within the black, like church. I don't know about with millennials, but you all know church is deep rooted within the black community. You had to go to church every, every fucking Sunday, all that type of shit like that, right? So we all know about the whole Donald Trump. In any way, when I talk about this, I've never been like a Kanye, I hate him. Kanye's a piece of shit for the slavery comments or because he fucked with Trump. Because like I said in plenty of videos in the past about Kanye and Trump, people who get mad about that, I feel like they they look at Kanye as something more than what he is. Like, I don't look to my artists, to my to rappers, to singers, to actors, to whatever, for it to be my like political guider, like, oh, he fuck with Trump, so, uh, uh, or he likes Trump, so I can't, I don't look, I don't care about nothing, I don't give a fuck, right? Until it affects me directly, that's when I care. But like, if Kanye fuck with Trump, it's not affecting me, it's not making me whatever. Like, if Drake came out tomorrow and said, I love Trump, I'm still jamming that it was the same, I'm still jamming, I don't, I don't care about that. But it's just funny, and I know people say he he had Jesus walks, he he's been on, you know, he, he does gospel samples all the time. I'm not gonna say I'm not saying he's never dibbled and dabbled in any of it before, right? But the Trump thing I felt was kind of, you know what I'm saying, as far as the black community goes, it's kind of detrimental to him. And I just feel like when you bring in church and you bring in religion, you start Jesus is king, and I'm only making gospel albums now. I'm done making secular music. I'm done making just rap. It's gonna be about 
gospel and this and it looks like it's working. I don't know if these are just stage people, just people just happy to be there, but from the video, it looks like the the religious rollout, the the religious get the black people back is working for them. And I don't know this nigga personally, obviously. I don't know what his intentions are. I don't know what he really like and he's like in real life. But it seems like a ploy, right? And can you really be mad at a ploy that's working? That that people are kind of fucking with? Like, you see the people on Twitter who are speaking like I'm speaking like, eh, look at that nigga using God as a press around. Or look at him go to every black church in America and then do his album release for a bunch of white hips. Like, eh. It just looks, the, the thing, it looks, it looks bad. It looks off. Like, to use God, to use Jesus for, the, um, to gain you favor with people again, to get you kind of back to where you were. I still feel people, like people are off Kanye, right? Like I was thinking when I was thinking about this Jesus, I forgot. I didn't even know Jesus the King was coming out this week. And I and I'm not like I said. I'm not. I don't. I don't hate Kanye. The last one he had, uh, what the fuck was that called? Kids he goes. Or that, that was with him and Cuddy. Whatever the one. Yay, yay. Loved it. Great. The shit he had on there with that girl. I forgot what the girl's name is. Amazing. Great. But I just forgot Kanye was even dropping shit. It's like, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not like running to look for it. Oh my God, Jesus is King. I want to listen to that. I know it's going to be great. I'm sure it's going to, I'm sure it's going to be great. Let me just be, be, be I'm sure it's going to be great. It's probably going to have great samples, going to have great raps, scenes, whatever, whatever. Because if it's anything like some of these Sunday service clips you've seen, it's going to sound good. But at the end of the day, he's using it, I feel like, to get, try to canoodle his way back into like the black community. And when it works, he'll go back to just fall back into whatever fuck he was doing before. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about it. I feel like it's, it's not like the greatest thing in the world to do. But if that's what, it might be in his heart. Like I might just be up here blowing smoke out my own ass. I might be blowing smoke out my mother. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. He could really love God. and Well, he probably does love God, right? But I'm saying like, he, he he really, this is his calling. He, he feels like this is passion. I, I tried politics, but that only brought hate and negativity into my life. I tried to free my people through Trump, and I tried to free my people through open-minded and thinking and Candace Owens, but Maybe you need to do like they did back in the old days. Give them God. They, niggas love God. Give them that. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. That's how I see it. So let me know what you guys in the comment section down below about anything that you've heard with the, on this show. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure I'm posting notifications. So every time I post, go to SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes if you want to listen to audio only for future podcasts coming up. Audios on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. Go there on iTunes. Five-star rated review. It. Comment down below anything. And if you, if you made it to this point, you watch the whole thing. You don't give a fuck about the clips. But clips do come out during the day. So go and watch those too if you want to. Share them with your friends. If they don't want to watch the full podcast, share the clips with them. Let them know what you're watching, what you're listening to. And follow me on Twitter at Senior. Follow me on Instagram at Senior. I'm there. You can go talk with me, communicate. It's fun. You like the show. You hate it. Do you, it's, uh, comments, whatever the fuck. Comments, concerns, whatever. That's all I got for you guys today, man. It's episode number two of the D-Friend Show. I'll see you guys next time, man. It's your boy D-Friend. Peace.